Welcome to the Soap Bubbles podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Brock. Life is short. It is there and then it's gone like a vapor. I like to look at it like a soap bubble. Soap bubbles are really pretty and then they vanish away. And so I want my short little soap bubble life to count for Christ. Um, Today, I'm very excited to have Becky Fant. I want to say it. We were, um, her husband is speaking at camp this week. And it was really fun because we went to the airport Monday to pick them up. And we have a good long two-hour ride. We didn't stop chatting, did we? We, <laughs> we the did whole time. not. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I need to have her on my podcast because mm-hmm. she was talking about, we got to talking about hospitality and mm-hmm. that's always been like kind of this thing mm-hmm. for me, like a big deal. And she's been studying it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited about that. But yes. tell me about how you grew up. Yes. <laughs> first, go, first, tell yeah. us about yourself. Yes. So, um, grew up in the home of an evangelist, which is an unusual lifestyle in and of itself. We were at a different church every week of my life, pretty much. And so I was often the guest and I learned a lot about being a host by watching people do it throughout the many years growing up. And, um, then kind of to condense the version, went to college <laughs> and worked at camp for a while. We love camp, obviously, and met my husband there, and he has been a youth pastor and worked at camp, and now he's a senior pastor in um, at Community Baptist Church in South Bend, Indiana. In South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, yeah that, is, that is very cool, and that would kind of piqued my interest because yeah. whenever you talk about evangelist mm. or growing evangelist home and you know that you have been into so many homes and yeah. so was there ever a home that you were like love to visit Do you, yeah like, I, I don't know that, that I could pin like a specific person but I could pin maybe an atmosphere it's just that you felt welcomed immediately yeah. Yeah. and it was most often probably led by the hostess the woman of the house often right. and, and most often for us that would be the pastor's wife and just a person who could just make you feel at ease and at home right at away. Home, yeah. Those were the places that stood out the most as, oh, I'm comfortable here. You know, I'm welcomed here. I think sometimes, too, it takes a while to think through what makes that sure. feel. And yeah. I know we went on a um, sabbatical with our kids when they were um, in their high school years. And we did like a six-week sabbatical, and or maybe it was eight weeks can't remember now. <laughs> but we were in and out of homes. And I, mm. my goal on that was like, what makes a home comfortable? Why does it make a home comfortable? And I've kind of mm. just, it's just been on my mind for so long. Like I just sure. keep working on trying to figure it out. So I thought, boy, this is a great opportunity yes. to talk to Becky about no. being in homes. And um, let's say I was, I was thinking I should ask you an unusual question, like <laughs> something unique. Mm-hmm. What, what's your favorite hobby or oh, do you have something um, like that? Do I have hobbies right now? I'm mom of four little kids, so oh, I don't know. Hobby. <laughs> that's my hobby is children. Um, I am working on being a podcaster, actually listening to podcasts more. That's okay, been yeah, something yeah. I've been trying to get into more and reading, just kind of trying to really expand my knowledge of scripture. And, and um, that's something that I've been intentional about. But I'm Do you also, like to just read for fun or no? No. Well, I mean... Most of the books I'm reading right now are biblically based, and right, right, so right. Um, yeah. I consider it fun just because it's normally quiet right, with right, a cup right. of coffee, so oh, right. <laughs> that's fun for me. I didn't even but... offer you guys coffee oh, today. Oh, no, we didn't need it. it. I, had co- okay. I was like, I should have offered them coffee. We See? Had, we had plenty oh, of man. other good stuff. <laughs> we so. did. We've been talking all afternoon. Yeah. Okay, so let's get down to the okay. meat yes. of this. <laughs> and, you know, I had some questions, and yeah. anyway... Um, and now I have to think about how, what was I going to ask her? But since she's studying the topic mm-hmm. and, um, I think one of the things that came up was, 
um, is it about the home or is it about the host mm. when you, you know, we're talking about hospitality and then what does the Bible say about hospitality? And so yeah. I know that you've done some study on that and I would love to hear sure. some of the things you were bringing up today at lunch. And yeah. Were really good. And I was sharing with you earlier, Cindy, this is definitely a journey that God has me on. I haven't arrived. <laughs> you know, it's something that I definitely want to continue to grow in and get better at. But it was something that piqued my interest a few years ago. And so I started just studying out in scripture, what does it have to say about hospitality? And like we talked about a little bit over lunch, what I found was that all four times hospitality is mentioned in scripture, it's within the context of love. Okay, love yes. and hospitality always go together. go together. And so it's just a tangible way for me to show Christ's love to other people. It's a platform to love other people. And um, it doesn't have to be just in the home. It, you can show hospitality really anywhere. anywhere. That um, was an interesting point. You know, we, yeah. I, when we were on traveling on the way here, yeah. you were saying that. Um, and I think that's such a good point. You yeah. know, even as church members, just when yes. we welcome somebody into church, yeah. it doesn't have to be your home, but yes. you do need to welcome people into your life. Yeah. And, and there's even a book, I can't remember the author, but I know the title is, it's called A Life That Says Welcome. I would highly recommend that oh, book yeah. and just kind of being a portrait of that, like, are you a welcoming person? When people think of you, do they think like, oh, I could approach that person. I feel welcome. Are they scared? <laughs> yeah. Or do they stay away? You know, and that might be something you need to be aware of about yourself. And Lord, grow me in this way. I want people to feel loved and welcomed when they're around me. I want to reflect you well in that way. Right. So yeah, I think maybe just the basic definition of hospitality is love of stranger. And for me, when I was on this quest to understand it, I kind of thought, okay, so if I'm going to love a stranger, I have to go find a total stranger and <laughs> offer them hospitality. But it, the more I studied it, it's more of this idea of taking something that's far away and bringing it close. Okay. So it might be the idea of taking um, someone that you've known, but maybe you don't know them well, know them and well. it's just bringing them closer, you know, and allow, allowing them into your heart and into your home. I like that because sometimes yeah. even in church, you know, you, you realize you, I've gone to church with these people for so long. And yet, I mean, I might know someone for, you know, 10 years, and yet I haven't really invited them over and got to know Absolutely. them. And where, where are they hurting? What's their pain? And how can I help? Absolutely. So. I think there are tons of people within our church body that we could consider a stranger in that way. Like, yeah. we haven't taken the time to really uh, allow them into our heart and into our home. We could definitely take steps to get to bring them closer. I like that. And yeah. in that, you know, we were talking about how that mirrors the gospel. And that's what Jesus has done for us. He has taken a stranger and made, made us a family. family. Yes. Yeah. That's good. We were once his enemy, and now he seated us at his table. Like, what a beautiful picture of the gospel. When we when we demonstrate hospitality to others, we are showing the gospel in a right. very real way to people. That is really, that is what Christ has done yeah. for us. And yeah. he, he doesn't know us straight. You know, he welcomes everyone. Yes. We have to accept, yes. you know, and, and which is a good point. Sometimes you might welcome someone into your home and they sure. never do they warm up, yeah, but you still have to back. love them, sure. you know, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. So that unconditional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's good. Really, yeah. Good. Okay. And there was some other, um, oh, yeah. uh, one of the other points that we were, that you hit on when we were talking and I really liked, it's not about, hospitality isn't about entertainment. Right. It, it isn't about me. Yeah. So yeah. who is it about? <laughs> I know. Well, and this is something uh, God did a huge work in my heart because um, when I had this desire, okay, Lord, I want to obey in this area of hospitality, but I was doing it all wrong. It was very me-focused, and what I realized was it was very entertainment-based. When people came over, it was 
Was my meal okay? Was my house clean enough? Did I say the right things? It was more on my performance rather than thinking about other people. And it was kind of more of like, here I am. What do you think about my meal yeah, and my, my hostessing skills? Yes. And, and, and hospitality is a there you are uh, kind of attitude. It's not focused on a perfect house and a perfect meal. It's focused on people. Like that's where it and it's really, really is about, focused in on. Um, make it's it's about encouraging them I mean in in my head it's just like okay I want to encourage this person I want to I need to encourage this person that's what God wants us doing is encouraging one another absolutely because I feel like at the end of the day maybe or maybe not they will remember what you made and how good the meal was but what they for sure won't forget is a kind conversation an encouraging word a welcomed feeling that you were able to offer that's what's going to stick that's what's important you know so uh, don't like focus so much on the crumbs on the floor and the burnt chicken in the pan because I've done all of that. Just, you know, be real and enjoy people, you know, and right. and just engage with people while you're there with them. Yeah, It's hard to have a balance to me of um, your home can't be so mu- messy that once again, <laughs> yeah. that is kind of just yeah. disgusting or like. It's distracting. Sure. It's distracting. Yeah. That's probably the, the yeah. right word. Yeah. So you have to have a balance of you can't be distracting. Right. But you almost can't be distracting. You can't go either way on Perfectionist is it. not good either. Yeah. Because yeah, like, if you're too perfectionist, no one wants to sit down. But if you're right. too dirty, no one wants to sit down. <laughs> right. That's out, a good way to put your it. your couch is like, oh. Well, here's how my husband always puts it. He says, our house is deceptively clean. Because I think what it is, is I try to keep it tidy. But if you were to get down and look at the floor, yes. it's not super clean. But when you walk in, it gives maybe... You know, we have baskets for toys, at least. Yep. I've picked yep. the toys up, and they're in a basket. But don't touch my floors, because they probably aren't, like, immaculate <laughs> right, right. like I'd like them to be. And that's okay, right. you know. Yeah. But maybe at least a little bit of cleanness in there will help if we can just think about uh, it. I, just, it I do think sometimes it's hard to get that. I the think balance. it's hard to get it that is. balance. But I do yeah. think it's important to Absolutely. figure out how to, sure. how to do those. Sure. Um, and the other thing that we were talking about is the practice of it. Oh, yes. You, you tell me the definition you were... Um, yes. I'm going to find I'm my, like, Where was that uh, in my your chapter notes? and verse. But it's it talks about being given to hospitality. And I think that might be in First Peter. Um, no, it, the Romans... 12, 13 passages where it says distributing to the necessity of saints and then it says to be given to hospitality. So that word given actually means to practice and it's a lifestyle that's habitual and you do it in order, you do it repeatedly in order to acquire or polish a skill. Uh And so I just think, oh, thank you, Lord. You just took so much pressure off me. I don't have to be a gourmet cook. I don't have to be perfect at this in order to get it right. I can practice this. This can be part of my lifestyle, and I'm going to get better at it yeah. as I do it. Just my, my little girl who's taking violin, I was telling you, it was painful when she started. <laughs> that squeaky. Right, right. And I can see her gradually getting better as she plays the violin because yeah. she's practiced it. And I can see myself growing into hospitality as I have people over. You know, I'm not barking orders and scrambling right before people come yes, as yes. much. So I still have those moments, but right. I'm a lot more just, you know, that's not what it's about. You know, I, I can be more relaxed and focused on my guest. And and it, that's because of practice. You have to actually that's just be given to it. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, talking about that barking orders, I think, you know, <laughs> when we have we don't have children in the home anymore because they've grown, but it is, that's also hard balance because I wanted to teach my kids. Yes. This is what it means to have company, um, which will bring to our next point going along with that is the sacrifice of it. There is a sacrifice. There is. There is work, but in the same breath, 
I can't be a beast yes. to my children. <laughs> yes. Why? And, and I, I'm sure I did not pass the test oh, of I kindness had, every had time my, we my had company, too, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> And just, I need to be, you know, was needing to be much more relaxed, but right because you want, I want my children to grow up and have company. Right. And I love it when I hear that my, my daughters and my son um, and their spouses have had, you know, they'll be like, oh, we had so-and-so over. Oh, we had this group over. And it's like, yeah. it's like, oh yes, yes, you know, they're having people over and um, it's not about, I don't know. It is a sacrifice. It is. But it is work, but right. it is also practice. Well, I think just honestly speaking, I remember one night um, we had had company over, and after they left, we were kind of reevaluating. My husband and I were after we finally got the kids in bed and we we're doing all the, the dishes that were left, you know. And I just told him, honey, I'm trying to obey by having, by practice hospitality. You know, I feel like I obeyed God tonight, but before they got here, I disobeyed God because I was like snapping at my children and running around the house, like barking orders, do this, do that, do that, you know? And so I don't want to disobey in order to obey. You know, I know that's not right. I shouldn't do that. So it was almost being like creative of how to relieve some of those pressures. And honestly, it was a heart shift for me as Mm -hmm. the mom and as the host, just to it was a pride thing. Like everything had to be perfect. The meal had to be hot yes. when they walked in the door. So letting some of those things go helps me to obey even before I, you know, I'm still practicing hospitality to my family before the guest walks in That's the door, true. you know? That's and true. so God, I think just had to do a work in my heart about, right. you know, like, cause mama set the tone there and it wasn't right, you know? And I right, don't want my kids to begrudge that. Yeah. I don't want right. my kids to be like, Oh no, company's coming. Mom's going to turn into a bear. <laughs> right, you right. Know? So uh, we've been working. I, Lord's worked in my heart on that for sure. And, and I've changed a lot. I think it's, and, and I think that goes with not everything has to be perfect. You know, I've had to tell myself, um, as the kids got older and they had a lot of college kids were coming in and out of the house and, um, different reasons there was just more people coming out of the house I had to sit there and say I do have dishes in the sink yeah. and I I can't get to them right now but sure. this is more important and that's right. you know that that's gonna I'm just gonna have to let that go but some of that is just practice it's like um I'm different now when I host guests as I was 10 years ago and part of yeah. that's because things I keep being put in situations where people people keep coming you're yeah, my practice. home yeah, yeah. and and yet you know I look at an older person older than me yeah. <laughs> and I'm like how are they so good at it yes. and it's like well they've already had they've practice practiced you know yeah. and um but doesn't that give us hope like it does. we don't have to be perfect yes. like I don't or if you're not a great cook, order a pizza and sit at the table and just enjoy people. That's practicing hospitality. Oh, it's yeah. not so much about the meal, <laughs> you know. Well, Sam and I got to that point years ago, and I think I was telling you that yeah. we we felt like we weren't having people over because yeah. the meal would stress me out. Yeah. I, my mom was so good at the roast and the whole. Mm-hmm. She was very good at that, and yeah. um, you know, making everything just really so. And mm-hmm. and I wasn't quite as good at that. And Sam's like, we just need to have a cookout and have people over. And go. so we concentrated on. Oh, a cookout. We can yeah. do that. Yes. And so do you have a go-to meal? Did I ask you that question? No, I don't think you have. Oh, I, I initially, I literally had one meal um, and the kids always knew when I was making that meal, we were having company, but it was like this chicken and rice type of thing, okay, a crock okay. pot meal, super easy, you know, kind of like yeah, the cream yeah. of mushroom soup type yummy, okay. not so healthy, but yummy stuff. Um, <laughs> but probably more recently, like I love to do a big pot of spaghetti for, for large groups of okay. people. That seems okay. to go a long way. Or like what you're saying with the grill out, I love doing stuff like that and asking people to bring a side like I've also learned to be okay with people pitching in I think actually what I found is people enjoy that you know they enjoy participating in that way and it relieves pressure 
financially for me, yep. prep work for me, and um, even maybe brings us together a little bit that we get to plan this meal together. It's kind of a fun yeah, way to do Yeah, I don't, do I'm, I'm probably not real good at that, and I it's something I could I yeah. could definitely be better. And some people really are wanting to. And yeah. I even heard a, a, a thing one time that was like, never go to someone's home empty-handed, you know. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And it's like... You know, I've done that too. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, I know most of the time people will say, "What can I bring?" And I used to be like, "Oh no, I've got everything." And but now I've learned, even if people don't offer to bring something, when I invite them and they say yes, I'll just quick text back, "Hey, could you bring a side salad or something?" And they're right. always like, "Yes, I'd love to." You know, I've yeah. never had somebody who's not okay with it. So right, it's it works really well. <laughs> and I think sometimes to find out what someone's comfortable with, like, sure, are you comfortable with drinks or, there you or go. A salad? There and you in go. that way, you're kind of if someone like salad stresses them out. Right <laughs> there, you go. <laughs> I'm not yeah. made a macaroni salad. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> whatever you're comfortable whatever with, you're comfortable. contribute it that way. Um, yeah, these are. Um, I usually like recap everything. Yeah. Is there anything that we miss? Like we kind of talked about the. Um, it needs to be built on love. It needs to be yeah. built on the gospel. Our whole goal in life mm. is to point people to Christ. That's right. Yeah. And so when we have someone over to our home. It is, it is not about us. It's mm-hmm. not about the entertainment. It is to encourage one another in the Lord and mm-hmm. to point them to, to Christ and, you know, um, and be encouragement that way. And it's something we need to do because God yeah. has asked that of Christians. And I, I believe some people, it's a little more natural, whether mm-hmm. you're a people person sure. or not yeah. a people person. But like you said earlier, I believe it is a command. I yep. think it's what God has asked us to do. It is a command, yeah. And we have to figure out how to do that and sit down with your spouse or, exactly. you know, and talk about what to bring. Or if you're a single, sit down and think, okay, what are some ways I can, I can do this that's, yes. um, that works it's well doable. and yeah. doable. And so Sam and I are hosting, um, if the speaker and his wife mm-hmm. are here, we're, we used to take them out to eat, but since <laughs> Things are a little different COVID, now, they? we yeah. can't do that. Yeah. And so we had to sit down, Sam and I, and talk about, okay, how's this going to work for us mm-hmm. um, food-wise mm-hmm. and, you know, how, how's it going to work? And, and so once we came to a conclusion of how we can make this work, mm-hmm. that's that really was helpful. Absolutely. You know? So I think what works for you. Well, and I love how you hit on, especially for those who are married, like, I, I could hear a woman like listening to this and getting burdened, like, okay, I'm going to do this, but don't forget your husband, you know, yes. and God might not have given you a husband who's like really into this right now. And that's okay. Sit down and see what you are comfortable, your family, what's doable for your family. What's, what's that's comfortable with point. your husband. And then don't push, you know, pray that God, if, if it's not to what you think God would have you do, pray about it. God can change his heart, you know, yeah. and, and some of it is as simple as just calendar planning. Like you're saying, like get a calendar out yes. and okay, how can we weave this into our lifestyle? How can it become not just an event, but like, this is a habit of ours. We do this not just once a year or at holidays. We, this is woven into our everyday life. It's part of our DNA. It's yeah. who we are. And then it becomes so much less work because it's not like, Oh, I do this three times a year and I'm stressed yes, out those yes. three times a year. It's just a pattern of life, you know. And, it's- and I think, too, like, you know, when you bring up husbands, like uh, it, maybe your husband has a job to where he's working late at night. Right. And this doesn't work well for yeah. him. But maybe it works for you to have um, you a go. lady over in the afternoon. Absolutely. And just concentrate on one lady that, you know, Absolutely. that you're like, oh, I'm going to invite them. I'm going to provide toys for their their child and we're going to just have coffee. And, Absolutely. And that's hospitality right it there. It is. Yeah. Or it's okay, Lord, 
how can I offer hospitality at my church? You know, help me to have eyes to see the yeah. needs when I walk into the church door. I don't just gravitate to my friends who, especially right now, I don't see it all. You right, know, like right. help me to have eyes for the person who's not being talked with, you know, and show, offer hospitality in that way. And, and there's, help there's me to be kind to the cashier and to the waitress. You know, all these, you can offer hospitality literally anywhere. It doesn't, just because you might perhaps have a lifestyle that doesn't always allow you to have people into your home doesn't mean you can't obey God. Obey God. Yeah. yeah I do can. like that because it, it's sometimes in life too, you're, you're in a situation where maybe someone having at your home isn't working well, Yeah, yeah. but you can still have a lifestyle Absolutely. of that. And, um, and one of our last things was it's definitely a sacrifice and it it's definitely um, something that when you're in the middle of doing it, <laughs> You know, we brought up the verse, oh, don't begrudge it. Yeah, there's a reason the Bible says don't do it without Yeah, and sometimes, you know, I'm like, I start off with a bang. Like, yeah, yeah, we got this. this. It's going great. And then, you know, 9 o'clock at night, it's not going so great. And then they leave and the dishes are still there. Yeah, the dishes don't go away. And you're cleaning up and you're like, where's all my friends now? That's right. That's what I want to know. So so it's um, really good. We didn't, there was so many other things that we could talk about. We're at 21 oh, minutes. We... We're, we're doing okay though. I think the longest I did, um, I think was 37 minutes. Oh my. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With a friend. So, but we're, we're at 21 yeah. and there's, there was one topic we kind of touched on yeah. and that was, um, I think it had to do with family and like kids needing to go to bed but yeah. you have company and yeah. it seems like we were kind of kind of discussing that we yeah. used to just say um I'm going to put the kids to bed you guys can stay your yeah. children can stay they can you know give them something to do but my kids need to go to bed yeah we do about so. the same thing <laughs> we kind of carry we we tried it since it's a lifestyle and it's not just a, oh this is only one time we'll just let the kids stay up if we did that for as much as we have people over they would be up late every up night yeah or a lot so yeah we just or even just communicating your expectations. I know, like you mentioned, you'll say like seven to nine p.m. Come over, yep. and most yep. often people are, you know, conscientious of that oh, and yeah. of time. And if they're not, we're just real people. We're like, hey, my kids have school tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them in bed. You guys keep chatting. I'll be back, you know, or whatever. Right. And and I think people are okay with us being human. It's okay, yep. you know, to have those things. But I definitely. Um, I think the focus there is to offer hospitality, not just to our guests, but to our, our family, to our family, you know, and I think sometimes I know initially when I was like gun home, like I'm going to obey God in this again, I was forgetting that I, I first had this sweet act of obedience toward my family that they were kind of getting the short end of it or, here. Yeah, you know? yeah. So don't forget our priorities there. You know, that, that's a good point. You have to read your husband on this and yep. your children and where they're at and, you know, and, yeah. and are they going through a hard time and how yeah. can I help them through this and, yeah. and not just be like, no, we need to have people over and yeah, you know, and, get and out there of the way. Might, absolutely. <laughs> and I know there are seasons in my life where we did much less of this hospitality idea. Like, you know, when you have a newborn, the, the doors of my home were closed for a right, while. I was right. in a very different season of life, yeah. you know, and I, I shouldn't feel guilt about that. You know, I still have this desire to obey and this is a season and I'm, I'm offering hospitality in a different way, right. you know, and that's okay. You know, it's not, that's not like, oh, I have to kill myself in order to do this. Right, you know, right. it's just, am I actively seeking to use my home as a platform to show love, to show and, love. and to share the gospel in that way? So, oh, yeah. this has been really fun. Yeah, I, I think one thing that um, 
sometime I should think about doing a podcast <laughs> on is how to be a good guest. Oh, yes. That's true, that, too. But that's like a whole, that's a whole nother nother ball game. Ball game. And I'm going to yeah, have to think on that, that one. That would be a great topic. I, think I always really I have be. to work on that myself yeah. when I'm a guest. So anyway, yeah, make sure when one. you're being hospital that you are... Um, you're doing it out of love yeah. and you're doing, you know, you're presenting the gospel. You're acting how Christ would act, which yeah. is with love. You're not entertaining people. Mm. You're um, you're there to come alongside and mm. encourage, focus on, them. focus on them. You need to do this often. So mm. it needs to be a practice. Mm. And then there are sacrifices involved. Yeah. And so that's kind of the, yeah. a, a wrap up. There's so up much more, a, isn't there? There's, but there's so a little much bit. more. <laughs> and um, like I said, I think one of my first podcasts I did was on a quick version of um, hospitality. So Yeah, go back and look at those. those yeah, that was on podcast clips. two, yeah. on episode two, there I think, of my podcast. So it was the second one I did. So anyway, <laughs> um but for now, I am going to close out. Thank Sounds you, Becky, Thank for, you, Cindy, for having you me. know, just kind of joining me in this yeah. this quest. And um, until Christ comes or until he takes me home, That's I right. want my soap bubble to count for him. <laughs>